Hey, this is Eric with another episode of Tourism Marketing Mastery. And in today's episode, we're gonna be covering one really important question to ask yourself if you work for yourself. Hey, my name is Eric Hatterscheidt, and I'm part of a group of independent tourism operators that you've probably never heard of. We deliver experiences that are beyond a photo shoot. When they're not, we're actually have to change our guests' lives. But because we don't have unlimited budgets like the big brands, we have to think differently. We have to be clever with our marketing. We need to reach our audiences to make the impact, but we also need to be profitable right from the start. Unfortunately, traditional education is about 20 years behind and they aren't teaching us what we need to know. So we've decided to take matters into our own hands. We're sharing marketing tactics that work today because we are experienced masters and what we do matters. Okay, so intro over, let's jump into our topic for the day, which is an important question to ask yourself when you work for yourself. Let me give you guys a little bit of context before I actually jump into what that question is. The reason that I wanted to put together this podcast is because there's been a little bit of turmoil in our family run business here at the resort. And I actually hesitated to even put this together as an episode because I just thought, I don't know if I want to let you guys into our world of <laughs> um, challenges and problems. But then I thought, well, that's, that's what this podcast is all about. I mean, how does it help you if we're not actually, if I'm not sharing, here are some of the challenges that we're, we work through. Um, so let me lay out for you the, the problem, the setting of the problem. Um, so I've been running this resort kind of collectively with my parents for a number of years now. Um, and to be fair, I'm going to give my parents most of the credit. My parents run the operations. They run staff managers, whatever. Uh, and for the most part, I just focus on the marketing. There was a point in time for a couple of years where I would run operations and I did the whole thing. And then I left, started a number of businesses, ended up doing um, marketing consulting. And so now I just focus on the marketing for the resort for the most part, and they focus on operations. Now, here's a argument that ensued between my mom and dad and I just thought you know what I'm going to talk about this because I bet you we're not the only family-run operation to deal with this as an issue um, the gist of it was that my my mom was frustrated with my father because um, there was a number of projects that needed to be taken care of at the resort and they have been on the list for a while uh projects that needed to get done that were for the resort for the guests um projects that needed to be worked on construction uh, projects projects that needed to be just general whatever landscaping um physical projects and my mom finally had it and she got frustrated because my dad keeps pulling staff off of those projects to work on other projects that he deems as more important. And this is a common issue with any family run business is what do you work on? What's priority? And especially if you have staff pulling staff off of one project and working on another, that's not healthy for staff at all. And here's, here's where I see, uh, a solution potentially in this is I can see where my dad is like, well, I've got these other projects that he thinks are important, but all of the projects that dad thinks are important are projects that are more related in this case to his either um, 
personal ambitions and or things that he just finds interesting. So this is kind of a, a bit of a framework that we just put together where we said, okay, if you're going to pull staff off of a project or if you're going to be working on your own projects, this is the question you need to ask yourself. This thing that I'm doing right now, so this is, in, I mean, in this case, it might be my dad or it could be easily me. I'll give examples of myself doing this as well. I'm not an innocent party, but asking yourself this question. This thing that I'm doing right now, if I had an employee that I caught doing this thing, would I fire them? So let me give you a little bit of context. One of the projects that <laughs> dad's been pulling staff off of other business related projects and is working on is for his personal uh, workshop. He's building a new workshop. So he's pulling staff off of cozy projects and putting them onto the workshop project. And if he stopped for a second and asked himself, hey, if I had, let's say he hired a manager, if he hired a manager and that manager was pulling staff off of resort related projects to go work on their personal shop, would that person get fired? 100%, absolutely. Unless, of course, they had permission, but 100%, that person would get fired. Um, if he is pulling staff off of, <laughs> let's say, landscaping um, to go help him, let's say, cut lumber for that shop, um, would that, would, if, if he was an employee, if he was a manager and he was taking personal time to go do that, would he get fired? 100%, absolutely. Um, for myself, and I can, I can tell you, absolutely, I can tell you that there's many times I would have fired myself. If I, um, I know that I've got a resort related task to do that I, usually it's a task I don't really want to do. I'm not interested in. This is always where it comes up and I'm like, okay, I need to respond to these emails or I need to do this work for a marketing campaign or whatever it is. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I'll give myself the excuse of saying, you know, I probably need to, maybe I need to watch this, this marketing video because if I watch it, they'll come up with more information that's better and then I'll have a better understanding of what to do. That's not something typically that is going to be endorsed. If I hired myself and all I did all day was watch marketing videos, I would fire myself. There's a time and a place to take education and courses. And if you want to educate yourself on stuff like that, I think that most of the time you're going to be doing that in personal time. Um, unless it's a very specific project that the business wants you to learn how to do and then put together, put in action. Um, and my mom's also not an instant party. My mom will absolutely spend, spend resort time doing personal things. So if you're working for yourself, I want you to ask the question, this thing that I'm doing right now, if I had a staff member, if I had a manager that was doing this thing and I caught them doing this thing in my business, would I fire them? And for myself at least, so because I don't want to pick just on my dad, but for myself as well, there have been many times when that's the case, when I'm like, oh, I definitely would absolutely fire myself for wasting time on a personal project. Or maybe it's not even wasting time, it's just working on personal projects during company time. So let's define that as well. It's okay to work on personal projects and you have to work on personal stuff um, to have your own development in that area of your life. However, it's, in my opinion, it's not smart to mix that in with business time because as soon as you have a gray area like that and you say, oh, I'll work on this or work on that, um, being this and that being uh, business and personal, 
then that gray area can very, very quickly move to one end of the spectrum, which becomes, oh, well, I'm more interested in, in uh, working on restoring this old vehicle. So you spend days and days working on that, and then the business projects don't get done. So um, you have to define the times, time frames. From this time to this time, we work on business stuff. And this time to this time, I'm allowed to ask myself the question, would I fire myself for working on this project from, I'm just making up times, nine to five. Um, would I get upset if I found someone else doing this project? After five, you can do whatever you want. After five is your personal time. Um, and then, then you don't have to ask yourself anything. Then you can say, I can work on whatever I want. But you need to create those barriers for yourself or those timelines because if you don't, you can very, very quickly fall into a situation where <laughs> you're just doing the things that you want to do um, because you're so intermixed with the business and personal. I will also say on that note as well, um, once you've set standards for yourself on how to do things, this is just another thing that I see coming up in, in a family business. Once you've set a standard for this is how we're going to do things, you need to have a place where you record that and where anybody in the business can access it and say, this is the standard. So I'll give you guys an example for that. Um, one argument that took place time and time again was uh, when we're using paints and stains and colors, what are the paints and stains and colors that we're using, um, both interior and exterior for whether it's the cabins or projects or outbuildings. Um, or even the fences and picnic tables and all those things, you need to have a standard that you go with. Otherwise, if it's just a mix match of everything, um, it, this, it doesn't feel like there's any uniformity and you can have a situation, at least in our case, where somebody makes the decision to just go with whatever's cheapest and it looks terrible. Um, so to avoid that, you come up with, here's the standard. You actually record that, you write that down. In our case, we write it down in what we call a wiki. Um, it's Google Sites. You go in there, you create uh, a custom website that's free with Google Sites, and it's only accessible to people that have the company emails so that nobody else can access it. And then we organize it, just because it's an easy way of keeping our information on the cloud, we organize it in there. You can organize it wherever you want. You can organize it in Google Docs, you can organize it in whatever, Microsoft Cloud. It doesn't matter, just put it down somewhere. So that when you say, oh, we've got this project that we need to do, you have that information recorded. The way you do things also should be recorded. Having SOPs, so standard operating procedures, that should be recorded. So this is the way it's done, not just for you, but more importantly for the staff. So that there's, there's uh, a uniform way that this is the way we do things and the staff can go and watch those videos and rewatch those videos so that they're not confused about how that thing is done. And then another... Uh, really important thing here is actually sitting down and creating a priority list and asking yourself what are the most important things to work on and not giving yourself the permission to work on a project on a list until the top project is finished. Um, there's a book called The One Thing which you might have heard of and in that book they talk about earning the right to work on the second thing on the list but you don't earn that right until you've actually finished the first thing or you've gotten to a point with that first project where you absolutely can't go any further because you're waiting on some other party to complete the next step. So creating a list and sticking to it and making sure that all the parties agree, these are the 
priorities. This is the priority list. Um, so that involves sitting down with your team. And I recommend we would do this once a week. Um, sitting down with your team and putting together a list and putting it in order, in priority. This is what we're working on and we don't work on anything else until this first thing is finished. Um, you'd be surprised how far that can get you. So overall, there's a couple of just tidbits, I guess. If you're working for yourself or you're running a family-run business, a couple things to work with there. There are much more comprehensive tools and ways of structuring uh, your work in order to make this work. And I know it's challenging running a family-run business. Obviously, we're, we're doing it, so I have some understanding of what some of those challenges are. And there's just there are better ways of doing things, even in the way that we're doing them. Clearly, I'm sharing with you something that's relevant right now. Um, and absolutely should be avoided. We even should, we shouldn't have these discussions at this point, but we are. So here's how we're tackling it. Um, I'm sharing that with you just to give you context and say, hey, if you're facing a similar problem, maybe here's an easy tool for you to use, asking yourself this question. And that might give you clarity in where you're losing traction or you're losing ground because you're fulfilling your interests as opposed to the interests of the business. And if you come to a point where you're like, I don't want to do any of things, these things that are related to the business, then there's really only two options from there. Either you find someone, so you hire someone to do those things. Um, and that's the best option for sure. But sometimes there's a point where you don't have the ability to, you can't afford to hire that person. You got to look for something else because if you're in hospitality and you absolutely do not want to be there, you don't want to be doing the things that um, you've got on the list, then find something else find something that that uh makes you happy find something else that you can do and it's in a lot of cases it's going to be difficult at first because you might not even know what that is and you might be putting yourself in a situation where um it's going to be challenging for a while but that's better than being in a situation where you are <laughs> you're grumpy about the work that you're doing you don't want to be there you want to be in a spot where you're excited about what you're doing um I will also say actually on that note, if you are, for whatever reason, if you are, you want to be doing the things you're doing or you want to hire somebody, you want to stay in the business, then you're going to need to know how to bring business in. You're going to need to know how to bring bookings in. And for that, um, we are putting together a site, which is tourismmanagementacademy.com. And we've got a number of free resources on there for you to look at um, for marketing so that you have an idea of, uh, how to work through some of these things step by step. So go to tourism marketing or sorry, tourismmanagementacademy.com and you'll see how we run uh, our businesses as well as some case studies from other other tourism based businesses with how people are are bringing leads in the door right now and what that looks like. And hopefully that'll get you a step further down the line so that the when the bookings flow, then you can afford to hire people. And when you can afford to hire people, that just makes your life. Um, I wouldn't say it makes it incrementally easier. It does in a lot of ways, but it also just takes pressure off um, with you being able to delegate work that you don't want to do. And that's that's a big thing right there. So hopefully that helps you out. Um, let me know how it goes. If you have any questions for me um, or about any of the, the podcasts or any of the material that we're putting together, just write me and I'll write you back and let you know. <laughs> um, I'll try and try and help you out. You can write to info at tourismmanagementacademy.com 
And if it's a really good question, we might uh, even feature it on the podcast. And we don't have to use names. We can keep that information private. But if you're facing a massive challenge, chances are that there's quite a few other individuals out there that are facing that same challenge. So let me know, and hopefully we can help you out. All right. If you enjoyed this podcast, go give me a review. Let me know what you think. I am happy to hear your views, positive or negative, just so I can get better at delivering information that's going to be useful to you. Go leave me a review and we'll see you guys in the next podcast.